3: 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: I hope everyone is having a fabulous Memorial Day weekend to their uh, start of it. I wouldn't call it beautiful. I'd say it's really hot outside, and uh, <laughs> it is uh, firmly beach weather. I'm John Barchard, Brandon Lee Gout, and James Seltzer all here in the WIP studios, 888 729 And I got to tell you, before we start things off, the reason why we're having Memorial Day, obviously, is because all of the active and uh, currently non-active veterans that have sacrificed so much for a lot of the things that we do in this country. I think it largely gets ignored after and before this weekend. So just know that the entire B J N radio crew knows the type of work and sacrifice that you put in each and every day for us. And we thank you so much for that. Brandon Lee Gowton, how are you feeling this afternoon, my friend?
4: We are all back in studio for we, the first time since I think like February or it, something. It so could be.
0: It feels good. Feels like uh, some uh, some the Super Bowl vibes that are still happening here. James Seltzer, what's going on, buddy? John, I'm so happy we're
5: all back in the studio. I spent the last hour just crying my eyes out.
0: So. <laughs> it's true. That yeah. is, uh, yeah, we were going back and forth, you know. And apologies to to VLG because you know we thought we were going to be at the, the Philadelphia Mills, but it's in fact Joe DeCamera who's going to be there from now uh, from one to three. So definitely go check that out. I know they're having 70 percent sales and things like that. All things voided. Uh, we uh, we got some Eagles stuff to talk about. As OTAs happened this week, we're going to be down there next Tuesday, hopefully with a lot of videos and podcasts that actually get uploaded uh, <laughs> on uh, on our feed this week. But uh, you know what's crazy to me, guys, is during this time. It, if I, I know that Philadelphia has officially changed, and it happened this Tuesday, speak, uh, largely because of again the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and when stories like Michael Kendricks gets cut and the Cleveland Browns offered a thirty fifth overall pick for a Super Bowl MVP and also a backup quarterback and we're just going eh, that's cool. I mean whatever. Things will be uh, things will be figured out. But isn't that crazy to you James that we've spent this uh, a, a big portion of this week and it's just been like, oh, it's fine. Everything's the Eagles can do no wrong and this is all. and I'm not saying that they did wrong, but just major I would say t- you know a topic moves that it's just kind of going ah, they'll be they'll be okay. Yeah, maybe that's the new norm for us as uh, <laughs> as, the,
5: as the Eagles fans it, it's kind of been across the board it's one of those things where at this point in the the offseason you're so used to to either griping about something or looking for something to be worried about or looking for the next great thing that's actually going to get us a super bowl and now that we have a super bowl all that other stuff just seems so silly and seems so much less important but uh you know i mean interesting things obviously this week i think worth discussing but I'm with you, John. I, it's it's you have a whole different mentality as an Eagles fan. You obviously want to win again desperately. The idea of repeating is so great, but at the same time, I, I, at least for me, a little bit of that edge that I used to have is 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 not there
4: anymore. So if anyone has a Super Bowl hangover here, it's us. Yes. <laughs> it's not the team because no. John, when we were there at OTAs last Tuesday, I'm looking at this team. And I see Avante Maddox drop a pick and the team is the, the defense especially is just freaking out, acting like, Oh my gosh, how could you do like they were just fired up at the same time they're like they were acting like it was like the game defining play in the Super Bowl itself. And then the other well, thing and you, you
0: described, it was it would have been a really tough interception
4: and it was just like one of the first parts of the defense versus offense, too. It was like right out of the gate. And then the other thing was dreams and nightmares comes on. First of all, I get chills, obviously, <laughs> as that comes on and I'm looking around and like my body is transported back to both the NFC championship game and the Super Bowl, which we'll talk about later in the show. But I was thinking, I was looking around, and not a single player was dancing. They were locked in. This team is just focused already on next year. It's crazy how we are the ones having the
0: hangover, and they're just – Back to business. Yeah, you heard Jason Peters just get ferociously loud, and there were a couple of times where I didn't know if that was Stoutland yelling at uh, Jordan Maialata for like the the millionth time in a row or if it was Jason Peters because it was that kind of juice. Jason Kelsey, same thing. Yeah, that's the biggest takeaway, I think, from this week as far as just having uh, one practice in shorts and shelves to look at is These guys are ready to go like you have to start. I mean, they've won a Super Bowl championship and said a lot of crazy things or at least we thought during the season. So I think they get the benefit of the doubt saying like, yeah, uh, yeah, we're ready to rock and roll with this. But with the Foles thing, I want to get back to that for just a second because to me, that's a pretty significant pick to go. No, we're we're, going to go to Nick Foles and we're going to see what's what's happening. What do you make of that whole situation? First of all, James, because there is. It's been a lot of good back and forth this week on uh, BleedingGreenNation.com. Also, Joe Pan, uh, Joe Banner sitting down with uh, Shiel Kapadia to get his perspective, I thought, was interesting. But what do you, what do you make on the Eagles passing on Foles at 35?
5: Yeah, it's kind of crazy because if you had said, you know, last year the Eagles could get the 35th pick in the draft Nick Foles, we would have all told you you were crazy and insane. And now <laughs> now people are, are happy that they didn't accept the deal. And, and I kind of went back and forth on this. I know that, uh, look, it's great value. I think it's fair value for Nick Foles. But the thing that sticks out to me, and I, I said this on, uh, on BGN Radio, um, the idea that, to me, and I, I don't like to get too into the, you know, you can't manage your team with emotion. You know, it's still a business. But when you look at this team, you look at this locker room, and you look at the fact that Nick Foles said, I don't want to go to Cleveland I think that they made the right decision to not send him there because of the effect that it would have had on the rest of this team. This is a team that won last year because of chemistry, because of that locker room, because of the the group of guys they were. And I think that the message that that sends to say the guy who finally won us a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl MVP, we're we're not. We don't care what you want. Like, screw you, dude. You're going to Cleveland. Thanks for the Super Bowl. Get out of here. I I get it from a business perspective, but I think when you look at the makeup of this team, I I don't think that goes over well. And and I think that for that reason
4: alone, I think it was the right move. Anyone who knows me knows how (laughs) how much you love Nick Foles. I I really just truly love Nick Foles, but you might be surprised about my take on this. I think right now I'm kind of still waiting to really know how I feel about this because in a way, like I see 35 and I'm like, boom, come on, give me that. Like, for Nick Foles, this is a guy who there's a very realistic chance, you know, if we're going to play the hypothetical game and say that hypothetically Carson Wentz is going to get hurt and he's going to miss games, I can also play the hypothetical where he doesn't get hurt. He plays the whole season. They don't need Nick Foles at all. And all of a sudden, you're losing him next year in free agency 100%. He's not coming back. We know that with that cap number. And he said he wants to start again. So we know he's not coming back.
5: And someone will pay him in And someone will pay him.
4: And the best you can get for him at that point, the very, very best, is a 2020 Late third round pick, a compensatory pick. And that that's tough. Like when you could have had 35 and that's the best you're getting at best, again, it could be worse than that. And that's tough. But here's the thing Howie Roseman, I trust in him to still possibly. I think like if there's a, I think the part of the reason he turned it down is because he trusts in himself to potentially get a better deal. We saw it with Sam Bradford. Now that's a unique situation and it's always hard to count on that. But I think the possibility of that happening. Plus the value of having him, if you need him, that could be worth more than thirty-five.
0: And the only thing that really concerns me, and because I think I've, I, I was initially pretty upset about it through at the beginning mm-hmm. of the weekend, going like that's insane to me that you would go all right. As much as he is a Super Bowl MVP, the focus here has been and always will continue to be Carson Wentz. I think if you tried to make that lightning in a bottle insurance policy to be there, yeah, Carson's Carson might go down again, but it's it's about how long he would go down for. Are you expecting him to tear his ACL one more time? Yeah, then that's that's probably uh, makes you a little nervous and makes you want to hold on to a, a Super Bowl MVP who just won you uh, the, the Super Bowl. But at the same time, if it only ends up being a game or two and you're concerned about an insurance policy for a game or two when you're not looking ahead towards the future, the new norm of getting Dallas Goddard an extra second-round pick Plus, still being able to pick at thirty-five as well. That's a uh, that's Ronald Jones. That's uh, Cortland, Cortland Southern, who's my who's my guy. That's a that's a corner. That's another pass rusher. That's somebody that you're building towards the future. It's Willie and Hernandez is, <laughs> yes, exactly. And also having uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, right? yeah, you could trade up. You could yeah. trade up. You yeah, back yeah, you yeah. Had yeah, had yeah. Up. Something. There's a lot of different you options. Pick him at thirty-two trade at thirty-five that's for an X, you know, Certainly, absolutely, absolutely. So you're you're. I, from that perspective, it just baffles me that it's it's such an anti-Howie move from what we've seen already. At the same time, I'm with you guys and like, all right, I, I think they've more than enough proven that they know what they're doing. It's just at the same time, it just, you know, and, and I'm not necessarily sure that he wouldn't want to play in Cleveland. I don't know if Mike Silver's completely accurate after reading Joe Banner's take on like, that doesn't really make sense to me. You know, in large part because... No matter what you think of the franchise, by the way, it's still terrible and awful, and I will not be i will not be shaken on the Cleveland Browns are finally coming around until it actually happens. <laughs> I think that's the smart take. Yeah, but at the <laughs> same time, like uh, to turn down a starting job where you're going to make money regardless in any situation that you're going to fall into, like let's say if it was Buffalo or let's say it happened to be the Arizona Cardinals, you're still going to be battling Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield or whoever is going to be in the next crop next year anyway. Um, it seemed to me like you know Cleveland was perfectly fine on him playing on a one year deal as well, so that's an added bonus. Go get, go see what you can do a- against Cleveland, right? Or in Cleveland, and then on top of that, uh, you know, then you have the right to prove yourself next year if they don't want you there or if Baker Mayfield isn't. My only issue with that, and that's a fair point. The only issue
5: is that right now Nick Foles is the Super Bowl MVP. That is the Certainly. image that everyone has of him. If he did play here, he's playing behind a great offensive line on a great football team with a great with a, with a coach who knows how to use him, all that type of stuff. He goes to Cleveland with that team, and Grant, I know they're bringing in playmakers and all that stuff. Like, isn't there the chance for him to hurt his value in that oh, absolutely. way? So, I think that's something a flip side of that argument.
0: Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in, did they potentially make a mistake, or do you feel like you know Eagles were okay standing pat? On Nick Foles, let's go to Joe in Plymouth Meeting. What's up, Joe?
6: Hey guys, how you doing? I, I, hey uh, John, I totally disagree with your other host's uh, uh, perspective. Yeah, on this,
0: Joe's on, on my side.
6: Well, <laughs> in this situation, I don't think it has anything in the world to do with you know with with him being in that locker room or it's how it's going to affect the other guys. How he wants a number one pick, and in spring training, a quarterback is going to go down, and how he's going to get his number one pick.
5: Joe, how do you know that? Like, how can you say that? That, that You're gambling? That's such an well, absurd I mean, well, gamble it, to make. Well, it, it's not a big gamble. Trust me, quarterbacks go down in spring training. Uh, re- okay, really? How many quarterbacks were traded last spring training? If you want to call it spring training. Why are we calling it? Thank you, that's, why I that. so, so, <laughs> that's what I <he> said. <laughs> it's all the same thing. The same thing. Well, uh, well, how many quarterbacks were injured and traded for last uh, uh, last training camp? Hmm. Okay. How so many other than the Sam year. Bradford trade? How many were the year before? How many were oh, the year before? It's because of the, not that many. The Sam Bradford trade somehow deluded us into believing that, that, oh, some quarterback will get hurt and we can just trade Nick Foles to that team. Like, that doesn't but, always happen. And but, it's not something but, that you can but what, count
7: but, on.
6: Well, what I'm saying is how we did not do it for the reason of the locker room where whether where there would be discontent because you traded Nick Foles. I disagree. There's no way. Howie wants a number one pick for five. I disagree. That's the bottom line. And a 35th pick is a number was, one
5: pick. Mm, like, as close well, as you can I, get. Yeah, but as the quarterback goes
6: down, he's going to get higher than that 35th
0: pick. If. Well, yeah, and, and Joe, I appreciate the call, buddy. That's your, that's I, kind of what I'm saying, though. I'm kind of yeah, saying I think Howie
4: knows part of that. he might be able to get more. And I'm saying, like, the and he might be wrong about that. But then, like, what's the worst-case scenario? Oh, we have Nick Foley. He's a good backup. But I think he knows he can get more. Look, and that's...
5: But that's my point, right? Like, so, it's not even more. It's... it's you're Significantly if more. If the 35th pick came from, let's say, like John said, the Arizona Cardinals, before right. they do the Bradford stuff, all that stuff, they say, hey, we'll give you the, the 38th pick or whatever we have... For Nick Foles, and they go to Nick, and Nick says, "Yeah, man, Arizona, that'd be awesome. I played college there. Well, that's a I different. love to play there." They make the trade. Yeah,
4: but if he's but like they, really wants but, to go,
5: right? But that's the point, right? He didn't want to go
4: to Cleveland. He could have been. They don't want to do him
5: it. dirty like that. That had to play a role. Like you can't say that, that It's played a factor. No role. But I'm
4: saying I think ultimately, I, but I think more than anything, I think Howie still, even being said, I agree. But I think Howie knows he can get more. I think that's part of
0: it too. Oh, certainly, and it's just in more or less. I think you're saying that's a part of it. It's not necessarily the absolute reason. It's just it's, I mean, you, it's you add to the percentages part. when you when you go in and and, and do that. But I, yeah, I don't. I think the the longer term effects of what you're saying, James, plays a part too. Where it's not necessarily even just Nick Foles. It's NFL agents. It's, you know, like, oh, man, from the outside in Mm as how this is going to be a destination spot. That's why Mike Wallace came in here on a one-year contract because he knows they'll get taken care of. of.
5: I can be the Super Bowl MVP, and then they can trade me somewhere. I don't want to go at all.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So as far as, like, long-term deals, that's not great either. But here's my other part of that. I don't know. And it has to do. A, it has to, a little bit, even though they're not going to show it. It's a great quarterback room. The chemistry is fine. No one's ever going to say a bad word otherwise about that. What's Carson Wentz thinking? Yeah, right now?
5: This, is, this is the best argument against it that I've heard.
0: You know, like from from and obviously while we're down at OTAs, everybody was reacting to everybody's, you know, videos of Carson Wentz because that's the number one thing we want to see. Well, where is he at? Okay, Cool. It comes out and it looks pretty impressive. You know, people, you haven't seen him uh, play since December and you haven't seen any real video other than one that he put on his Instagram account to to see where he's at. Um, and he looks good. I don't know if he looks ahead of schedule, but he looks like he's on schedule. And I wonder if he's pushing it a little further to get back to week one or week two to make sure that that's still his job. Now, there would have to be so much that goes wrong for them to even consider being like, well... I mean, Nick Foles did win us the Super Bowl, right? And I think a lot of people in the city would think that way, too. There's no need to rush because look who you got behind yes. you, and that's a great relationship. Doesn't mean Carson Wentz is thinking that way, you know? And if, we're, if if we're talking in long-term effects... Now, this year, if Nick Foles gets traded or he just lands in free agency and just like BLG was saying, they end up with a 2020 compensatory pick, fine. But if it extends further on past this year... And even if he does miss a couple of games or that he's not there week one or two to start and Nick Foles has this team at 2-0, I don't know. I, I think that plays into this as well. Now, this is a little Sam Bradford, Carson wentz sure. of me too because I just said, just let it be Wentz's team and move on. Don't have the controversy. I don't think it's anywhere close to that. But I'm saying there could be potential there.
5: Look, I, absolutely. If you're, if you're Carson Wentz and you're an alpha dog, you're a guy who's, who's an alpha dog among alpha dogs, the leader of alpha dogs. <laughs> Le- yeah, like yeah. the leader of the pack. You know, that's your pack. And you just watch another guy go and take your pack and go achieve the ultimate achievement that you can do in what you do. How could that not bother you? Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't he care. Admitted you. He admitted it. He said you
4: had to fight off some jealousy. It
5: has to. Like, that's who you are. You're competitive. You want to be that guy. You want to be the the guy on the field leading them to victory in the biggest of games. So I'm with you. I think that's the the underlying thing to all of this that we haven't really talked about enough. And I think that the team kind of made it very clear by, look, we didn't have a Nick Foles press conference, right? Carson Wentz came out the first day. and yeah, right spoke away. Unexpectedly. Yeah. Yes. No one knew it. They're like, hey, Carson Wentz is talking after Doug. You know, they put the video out, like they let him go out there. No one thought he was even going to be doing anything. So I think the team is like, hey, don't forget, this is Carson's team. And I think they're doing that for his benefit, for everyone else's benefit. But I, I think it's interesting, John. I think it's an interesting kind of underlying part of all of this.
0: Certainly. And uh, we, uh, we'll we uh, get into that in a, in a lot more as we're starting out. It's BGN Radio. Uh, Brandon Lee Gowton, James Seltzer, John Barchard all here with you. And because of all this stuff. You know, when we're when we're thinking about the expectations of the first quarter of the season and how it's gonna go, Wentz's knee and Nick Foles has so much focus right now. I think we've forgotten about a lot of other things heading into this season that could slow this team down, at least in the beginning. 888 Chime in on the twitter.com at BGN underscore radio. Jack Fritz is producing this fine program and we're heading to Sue Schilling for Sports Radio 94 WIP update.
3: This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: It is BGN Radio Sports Radio ninety four WYP eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Bradley and James Seltzer, John Barchard here with you till three o'clock, and then actually uh, James is uh, doing a leading off, getting you ready for the all things Phillies. Uh, Jack Fritz behind the glass along with us too. Now, uh, as we are just kind of you know doing the uh, doing the usual Nick Foles debate, I guess is, uh, <laughs> as it's becoming here, but uh, it's so interesting that we've been focused on that and Carson Wentz and rightfully so, but. At the same time, don't you guys get the feeling that like, hey, uh Brandon Graham has been injured for a while, had yeah. surgery. Tim jerrigan's not really going to be here at the beginning of the season and maybe even longer. Uh, Michael
5: Bennett has
0: all these issues <laughs> that we haven't, you know. Alshon Jeffrey may or may not be ready for week one. You're just going like, wait a minute. Forget the quarterbacks. Like everybody, everybody's dinged up. They all sacrificed to go win this thing, which one, pretty amazing. But uh to me, BLG kind of slows my expectations on like how the season is going to start. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't expect the Eagles to come out all ablazing and be like four and zero, and like here we are, and start pooping bullets and be like, bang, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> we're, we're still here. Uh, I, I would expect this thing to to start out a little slowly, and you know, I mean, that's you can say that about any football team during any season until they find their rhythm, but. First quarter, maybe even first half of the season, it might be a little tough to get some some wins in the column there. Well, you mentioned Graham and Jernigan specifically. That's like the strength of
4: the team right there, the defensive line. I mean, obviously the offensive line being really good too and the quarterback position being really good as a result of that in part. But... That's huge, like, to not have those guys there. And then, yeah, Michael Bennett's not at OTAs, which is obviously just the biggest deal in the whole world. And, <laughs> and, I mean, like, you know, you can't even win the Super Bowl if you something can't. like that, you know, Fletcher <laughs> kind of skipping last year. Anyway, um, I think it's, you know, you, it's it was to the point where we were in practice last Tuesday, and I was trying to write my recap for bleedinggreennation.com, and I was like, so, like I, I wrote in part, sorry, guys, like, there's too many guys to keep track of, even who's injured. There's, there's yeah. guys who are, like, you, Jordan Hicks, He's practicing in individual drills, but not team drills. And then you have like Joe Walker and the Reynolds who are more important now. Michael Kendrick's gone. And I don't think they're seriously hurt, but they're not practicing. Like there's just, and then there's all Sean. And like, there's so many people to keep track of at this point. And look, that'll smooth over once it gets into training camp, you know, and we'll see how some of these things progress here. But that's part of the thing. Like winning the Super Bowl is great. But when people are talking about how like we are genuinely behind on preparing for next year, that's part of it.
0: Yeah, as much as uh, you know, oh, there's a lot of guys in IR that are come back and really hungry. Yeah, well some guys that were healthy that weren't exactly healthy coming back. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. It's good, Kareem in Jersey. What's up, Kareem?
8: Hey, what's going on guys? I'm a big fan of the show.
0: Appreciate it. Um, thanks for tuning in. Yeah.
8: Yep, thanks, thanks. I just wanted to give like uh like like a quick nickname for Jordan Mailata. Oh yeah. Um I think he should be called the
2: Thunder Down Under, Jordan. My <laughs> well, see, here's here's the thing yeah. about
0: that. Uh, it's great; it makes sense. The Thunder from Down Under, Australia, very nicely yeah. themed. However, okay. that is the tagline I think for a lot of male stripper r- reviews.
7: Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. the only round Like, well,
0: let's not. I mean, he certainly could be a Chippendales guy. I mean, right? You know, yeah. he's, a, he's a clean cut. But he's got like no body you know, fat. I don't I mean, if it, come on, right? It's I all muscle. I don't know if that's really the punch. I'm still stuck on on the on the Barbie. You know, like the he's, he's just good. like, here here he comes. Here, I'm, uh, here's
4: the thing, though. That's actually in his Twitter bio. I found that out. It's the thunder from down oh, there. Oh! That's, that's in his, his own Twitter bio. All right,
5: Kareem, you win. I stand, good work. I, I stand
0: corrected, my friend. Absolutely. No, I appreciate all it, man. Right. Thanks, Karima. Have a good weekend, man. And uh <laughs> uh all right, maybe it will stick. i I you know that's, from that's, down under Maybe it is. it's bad that I go there and I think like, oh, isn't that the male stripper review? <laughs> you should go <laughs> ask him <them> that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, hey man, uh I don't know if you know about this in this country, but uh yeah, it's just um there's that'll that'll be an ongoing conversation. I and mean, no one's like, oh, that's the one. You know, that's the one nickname in uh, we probably won't get there because, uh, unfortunately, he's not going to make the team. Or at least uh, that's my biggest impression from OTAs. He's so much farther behind than I thought. So much farther behind. Even just, you know, you can't just stick an athlete and uh, expect him to So, hold to on, hold up. Are you
5: saying we're not giving practice squad guys nicknames now? I, I guess, mean, come on, I John. Guess,
0: I guess we can't anymore. Not cool. <laughs> Let's go to Chip on itself. What's up, Chip? Yo, Chip. Is this Chip Kelly? It's oh, Chip no, It actually specifically says not Chip Kelly. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that, Jack. Good looking athlete.
6: Um, So here's what I was thinking. From Harry Roseman's perspective, maybe he was trying to hijack more picks out of Cleveland, at least one more. And from Cleveland's perspective, I would have given up an additional four or five because it does change the draft. I mean, that way you could take Barkley number one, take your quarterback at number four, and now, now you're relevant again immediately.
0: Yeah, oh, I certainly get it from that perspective, Chip, but also, if they're going to add picks on, and I think James made a, a pretty good point uh, while we're in, uh, in the break here, but, uh, you know, the, Cleveland had too many picks to to, to, to with. deal with, so...
5: Yeah. Right, exactly, they had a ton. No, from that perspective, I, I feel you, but I, I think that ultimately, I think they wanted Baker Mayfield, and the Jets were absolutely going to take Baker Mayfield if he made it to three, so... I, oh, think, I, 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 I think from that perspective, I think they were going to get their quarterback no matter what, but... Um, I think Baker Mayfield goes one, no matter whether they yeah. make the Nick Foles trade or not.
0: Okay. Yeah, dude, too. Right. Yeah, I appreciate the call but, there, but Chip. But it's and a good
5: thought in the sense that, that like, theoretically short, sure, they could have afforded to throw in a fourth or a fifth or whatever. I just think that it I, – I, I don't think it came down. I don't think how he was trying to yeah. get more. I think how was just like, That's no. That's not the deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, people chime in on Twitter. You can do that as well at uh, BGN underscore radio. Uh, Pat Fahey. Uh, Making just said, oh, Foles always had the leverage in the trade. He could have, you know, refused to sign an extension with a new team. Uh, no team would give up a high pick without the guarantee of the signing. But that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, Actually, that, that. that's not true. Um, they were just like Tyrod Taylor. They knew that we need you for a year, and we know that, you know, we'll we see what give happens up a after that. Round
5: pick for it, no biggie. They
0: just can't. There's too. There's too many picks to fit on the roster. Yeah, they can't there, sign them all. Absolutely. Let's go to uh, David in North Philly. What's up, David?
9: Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, Yo, I guess the, the the real thing with the false trade comes down to this: Are you valuing going back to back, or possibly winning three out of seven? Mm-hmm. That's what it really comes down to because these next, the current deaths that we just had in the upcoming draft, are going to be really important about replenishing the roster in a timely fashion, the same way the Eagles did in the I think the two thousand two draft when you got Michael Lewis. And secondary guys. I would have done it for two reasons. One, they obviously weren't enthused when they traded out out of uh, 31 and they wanted more picks. I would have traded down both times, restocked the roster, and maybe that player that you would have gotten is going to be Jordan Hicks' replacement or your, you know, could have been your offensive line replacement.
0: Or an an option at least. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally understand that. And, and even I I kind of had the same reaction earlier in the week, but you know, you go to you know, like, am I making too much of a big deal out of one player, a one for one, because that's basically what it is. When you have 11, possibly even 12 or 13 picks in 2019 with uh, a lot of the concentration on that draft too, is they've, I think they shifted around in the, in the front office too with their college scouting department. So I, you know, you make total valid points because that's, that, that's huge. That's a starter to me is a, is a second-round pick for essentially – he's not a backup quarterback, but he is a backup quarterback at the same time. So, yeah, uh, I a- it, it, I I want the third and fourth and fifth Super Bowl. I'm not a – I know it's incredibly hard to get – I mean, what? We still had eight teams, right? Eight teams have won back-to-back Super yeah. Bowls. So, I, t- I totally get what you're coming only from. Only
5: once in the salary cap era, whatever you want to call it.
9: It's a high enough pick that if if you really, truly value high Roseman and Joe Douglas, what they've been doing – I mean, they have a second-round pick next year because they traded them. Um, and you I mean, we've already seen what the second-round picks represent. I mean, Shady, Deshaun. You Hurts, that, yeah, you know, all that, of them. That means something. Plus, my, my way of thinking was, just say they would have drafted the Penn State tight end and Dallas Goddard. <laughs> there you go
0: man David I tell you what that's the most athletic uh, 13 personnel I've ever seen in my life oh my
5: god can you imagine oh, yeah. those when Earth's running out like? it's come too on. much it's too <laughs> many <laughs> it's over the top
0: uh, Fritz is even shaking his head yeah. back there he's like alright that's that's too much uh, you know what's funny too is, in, in, uh, Jack actually brought this up just in terms of looking back at the Super Bowl and seeing what this is now that we've had time plenty of time to digest all this stuff and I even see Ruben uh, David Zangaro kind of having this debate as well, but like, where do these guys fit in all-time greatest eagles now? Like where are they gonna go? Like obviously Rubens is, is debating, well, Nick Foles is a top ten, top ten greatest eagle of all time. <laughs> and wow. I don't I don't I don't know if I can say that, even though he's part of the delivery. Like I would like, say I
10: like I'm taking crazy, <laughs> so I
0: feel like more or less like Jason Kelsey is an absolute lock as an all-time eagle because of this like he goes sure, into the top 10 list but for so me.
5: is nick Foles. there's only really? one quarterback who's won a super bowl for the philadelphia eagles it's nick Foles. like sorry and he, and, and and not just that add like back to back two of the greatest games in eagles history in the championship game and in the super bowl like what do you mean he's not an all-time eagle like we can quibble about where he comes down in the list but Nick Foles is an all-time eagle. He should be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. Like, sorry. Fact. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? How can you that's, say you, know? that's actually he all he had, needs. He 20, like, he's not top ten. I, well, maybe I mean, we, not. We, we would have, I, we'd to, have to go up, through the
5: top ten. Yeah. That I, I'm I not saying that. But off he the is top of my head, I don't Eagle. think
4: he's top ten. It, it's a here's the thing. It's, it's, a a very thing. Unique, unique. it's a very unique. situation because not only because of the Super Bowl thing, but then what he did back. You know, 27 and two exactly. So it's the Pro Bowl MVP and yes, all that. So let's like, make
5: some noise. Come on.
4: It's a very. But here's my thing, and this is a very me take. And this is very probably a very Jack, Jack Fritz take, but um one and the same, right? Yeah, well when it comes to this sometimes Yeah. It's just like Nick Foles is the ultimate results over process player to me. Like I just think like we look there was and they're yeah. great. So it's like I can't argue otherwise. Super Bowl. That's what I mean. <laughs> Result I, Exactly though. But I'm just saying when you look at like the the nuance of it in the context of everything still, I don't think I was as wrong as some I, look. No, I was, Oh, look at that! Look, he's
0: backpedaling further than Nichols did no, in his 2014 well, season. That's how I learned how to
4: do it. From look, I was obviously not obviously fully right about him. I'm not sure. saying that, but I'm saying like to the Glad extent to be of like. Look, there was no reasonable reason to think after, especially after he was terrible. He was bad in the Raiders game. Sure. He was bad in the Cowboys game. Sure. Why? And then he he wasn't even that good in the Falcons game. He was good he in was, the second half. He was better in the second he half. He was good in the second he half. Was he was ba- bad in the first like, half, good in okay, the second so half. Okay, so Keanu doesn't drop that right. like, gift of an interception. Right, I just said bad, bad, the game. bad in the, win the first, bad like, in the first but I'm half, saying, good like, in the second that's half. That's how thin of a the razor of a difference is, and that's also like... Why was there this reasonable expectation that he would play as well as he did after he played as poorly as he did? Yeah,
7: who
5: cares? He won the Super Bowl. That's, I know it is, but it does. But we're talking about all time Eagles. That's, that's result- there's context but that's in there. Re- but you're not looking right, at the downside. Up, there's there's up, great up. upside. There's bad about, downside. We're not talking you have to weigh about the sign- whole picture. We're not talking about signing him and, and keeping him here forever. We're talking about
4: what he has done. But the for lows the- are part of the equation. I'm but saying, but the
5: results are what matters when well, you talk about all-time over Eagles. No, f- when you're judging all-time Eagles, what else are you supposed to look at? You don't look like, well, he could have been an Fritzy, all-time Eagle, he just Fritzy, wasn't. Fritzy,
2: help us out here. Is Jeff Hostetler an all-time giant? No.
5: That's different.
2: No, no. that's oh, different. Because Jeff well, said, like, actually, he Lose was Sanders terrible sucked. when they won
5: the Super Bowl. Yeah. O.J. Anderson was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Like, stop. Like, Jeff no, but you just ever, said it was
4: the results. Jeff... You said it wasn't the process. No, you said but, it wasn't the context. D- uh, did yeah, but I not say, say that Nick Foles, Foles, played Foles, Foles played had in two of mind, the greatest though. games
5: in history? That's fine. Like, like, but you, you said it didn't matter.
4: But then he played poorly other times. But not in the biggest of games, man. That's what matters. But we're talking about the context of the entire career. It doesn't matter.
5: That's the point. it
4: matters one time. It doesn't matter the other time. What did we do here? My goodness. This was supposed to be just like. All-time
5: Arden. Eagles, it's about results, no? Like, how can you be an all-time Eagle? Those without... are the
4: results when he played poorly, and he played great. do so you but weigh but that. he
5: played great in more important games than he played poorly. I get
0: that. That's what matters, but man. But it's still, like, it's the all of it. Part of the equation. in the biggest spots. Well, here's part of this, too. Where Right now, I mean, where would you put Carson Wentz? Is he in the top ten? Or he no? should be number one. Nick Foles be number one, then, in that case. Yeah, I actually okay, I would. That's I would.
4: The, but that's dumb. He's not <laughs> the greatest. So he's I know over He's over Reggie. He's over Chuck Re- no, Le- no, he's, but, Chuck uh, ben no, he's not. No, but I'm saying
5: you still No, I know. But I you just said you would put him there. I just said okay, because you were being a, a jerk about that he should be over one. I was like, sure, fine. My point is like to say he's not an all time eagle is just is to hate. Like I'm no, not you all-time he's not an all time eagle. That's we're talking all, about that's top ten. Oh I don't know about top ten. I said we need to figure out top ten. He's an all time eagle. He should he should be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. Period.
0: All right. Well, we uh, madness has started, and, I, and frankly, I enjoy the chaos. 888-729-9494 seven two nine ninety four ninety four doesn't have to be specifically Foles, but uh, since it's there, is he a is he a top ten all time Eagle? And who who would you take from this Super Bowl squad? And you know, you're putting him up on, on that that top rung of a top ten Eagle. Who makes it? I just said Jason Kelsey. Uh, but apparently there's uh, there's debates amongst us. <laughs> Nick Foles, 888 729 It's BGN Radio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. I got
3: something to say. Yeah. Talking Philly sports with Hatborough, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: We were at break for about six minutes. These two, Lee Gout and James Seltzer, didn't stop. If you want the evidence, just go to at BGN underscore radio. And uh, I blame uh, Dave Zengaro and, and Ruben Frank for all this hostility that was, hey, let's just find out this one topic. And now I feel like we need to have a tribal war. There's uh, war paint that is being painted on everybody's faces. It's madness in here. It's BGN Radio, 888 729 94, John Barton, James Seltzer, Bradley Gowden, Jack Fritz behind the glass. Man, I guess I guess we're here. <laughs> Is Nick Foles a top 10 all-time great eagle? And like, yeah, I I, I, I kind of understand where both of you are coming from, uh, to be honest, because I felt the way uh, that BLG has felt. I've certainly felt the way that James has felt here, too. I was certainly happy to be so wrong about Nick Foles during this entire Process and the results of it was <laughs> phenomenal. Like, yeah, I, I there there wasn't any there wasn't anything to me coming into the playoffs where you looked at Nick Foles and went, he's got it, Not you know. Right. And, and even the, even getting up to there. However, when he, he uh, had it. when he when he when he, <laughs> he decides to take a poop in a uh, in a brown paper bag and leave it on my doorstep, and he goes, "What do you think of me now?" as he lights it on fire, I'm amazed. The flea flicker, the everything about this season. Was all forgotten because I have never seen that man play like that before in his life. So for that, to me, yep, top ten eagle, yeah! bring him in there. Like you know, at, right at ten, there are so much more. I would even say, well, here's here's my argument against this. I'm going to throw this in there. I think Carson Wentz significantly had more to do with the Super Bowl than Nick Foles did. And to, until you get to the results of it and go, like, well, I can't, I can't argue against that. Like, there's no way. And we've said this a million times already that, you know, Foles isn't in that game without a third. I want to remind everybody, a 33 and 10 season, 33 touchdowns, 33 and seven, seven. What am I saying? Even less. Uh, So, you know, that's where I I feel a little, a little weird because it goes back into what we were saying at the beginning of this show, you know, that's going to creep into Carson Wentz's head at some point. I'm sorry. It just is and but, it's going to motivate him.
5: Look, ultimately, is. I think all p- 3 people in this room would agree that if we like if we had to guess what the top 10 Eagles look is list is going to look like in a decade, Carson Wentz will be sitting on top.
0: Yes. I I would yeah. Uh, That's yes. the way I, guess, I yes.
5: believe that will happen. That's my belief of how it will end up.
0: Fritzy, where, where does that end up then? Like it, let's say that Carson wins a Super Bowl and Foles has a Super Bowl. Does that bump any do they both belong in the top 10? They would have to, I, I would guess, at that point.
2: If Foles never plays another – if he plays one game this year and then Carson takes over for the rest of his career. Yeah. Is Foles top-ten eagle? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not a top-ten eagle.
0: No, he gets bumped off the list. No. I would say, like, right now – He
2: had a good stretch. that doesn't make a top-ten eagle of all time.
0: Yeah, see, that's where I th- –
2: yeah, nah, I'm,
0: I'm there's back I something, There's dying. something all, longevity. hold longevity.
5: We're also getting into semantics here. My, my argument is that Foles should be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. If he never plays another snap yeah, – but that's snap. not the question. Yeah, that's an all time eagle. Like that I'm saying an all time eagle. Like we're we're getting into semantics and we're doing top ten top- Maybe he's <laughs> well, that's a left, maybe, maybe he's I he is an all-time eagle. all time right. eagle. And probably top ten if you really Let's, go. See, it.
0: you're saying the top ten. I thing. said
5: probably, probably, Let's but I'm out. saying that part of it is less important.
0: All right, eight nine two nine, ninety four, ninety four. Let's see what Chris on the cell thinks. Chris, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, man. What a
11: great opportunity to get on the line today. Oh, yeah, um, good. I thank you guys. Listen. You know, if you want to start thinking about top tens and backup quarterbacks, Haas, Studler, right? Let's go back down the list. A little. Doug Williams, mm-hmm. Lunkett, weren't they all backups that came in? How do you put a backup quarterback in the top ten? It's not even possible. Think, wait, what, think about this. NSC Championship games, we've been there. Certainly. Quarterbacks, right? Go back to Randall Cunningham, nothing new. How about McNabb? Nothing new. But you guys are talking about intangibles. Let's go back and think if for one minute. He didn't drop every ball right in the basket in the NFC championship mm-hmm. game. If he didn't drop every ball precisely as he did in the Super Bowl against arguably the top quarterback ever to play the game, certainly. This city is a different city right now. Oh, There's yes. an intangible here that you guys cannot measure. There's something in the air that we're all enjoying which makes him simply put the top 10 Philadelphia
0: Eagle, Chris, ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. terrific, right. okay. terrific job. I mean, what did I, I can't be, I can't, base, that I can't. <laughs> oh, Jack Fritz with the buzzer, like, no, don't listen talk, to that, what Chris. What are we talking about?
2: Chuck, like, he's not better than Brian Westbrook, he's not better than Steve Van Buren. he's not better than Jason Peters, he's not better than Sean McCoy, he's not better than Harold Carmichael, this is absurd, this is literally <laughs> the dumbest argument, he's not a top 10 Eagle of all time.
0: Jack hates winning the Super Bowl, yeah, that's apparently, a takeaway Apparently, that's what it is. Chris, I'll give you a retort. Oh, Chris isn't there anymore. As Jack Fritz is literally trying to pick up his chair and throw it. It's amazing. Really what kind of here. happened here? We're all trying to celebrate Super Bowl, and then the next thing it know, Chris makes but... a beautiful point about how the city has changed <laughs> and the happiness no, that we have. Not anymore. Heck, we started the show so you know, just uh, with flowers and rose petals, and everybody's just like, "Oh yeah, what a great time!" It's like, "There's no way the Nick Foles <laughs> top talked to Greece all the time." It's going It's good. Fred <laughs> right on the cell. What's up, Fred?
1: Hey, uh, I got three reasons why. If
6: the list is 10 long, if the list is 20, if the list is 35, the list is 50. He's the last guy on this list. He's 10, he's, he's 24, he's 25, he's 50, he's 75, whatever. Three things. Philly special.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's
6: Two. do it. Two, the pass to Clements in the back of the end zone at the end of the end of the so end sick. zone. And third, because John Mark's got a tattoo of balls <laughs> on the back of his
0: back. Yeah, fair point. Fred, I, th- I, th- I think that might have put it over the top.
5: A huge obscene tattoo on his back, no less.
1: Hey, I love you guys. That's great. I
5: appreciate
0: Thanks, that. Man. We hope you're you having a good it. Memorial Day weekend. And a reminder, uh, and thank you again to all the, the vets that are active and not active for allowing us to debate silly things.
7: <laughs> like I, I, I think, though, Fred makes player.
0: a
5: good point there in the sense that, like, we're all sports fans right to to enjoy sure. to to watch this and have fun and to remember these moments and stuff like like how what kind of price can you put on the moments that Nick Foles gave you the mo- like stepping up in those games doing what he did like there's no price that we can put on that as sports fans as eagles Certainly fans not. like I just think to underrate it in terms of historical relevance to this city, to this team, like I don't care if those were the only two games he ever played as an Eagle. Yeah, They were so important. They were the most important games in the history of this franchise. Like how can that, I don't care what the longevity is. Like yeah. you can't underrate
0: that. I might be, I might, I might start to be be swayed here. Let's go to David on a cell. What's up, David? Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fantastic. My friend, how are you
12: doing? All right. Um, Foles is definitely on the list of top ten. Um, you cannot take 52 years of failure, finally succeed, and only Philadelphia would be pissed off about it.
5: <laughs> I'm with you, David. I'm with That's you. Jack, Jack Fritz is not, but Jack I'm Fritz with you. We can paint that, a picture for you, Dave. Jack Fritz is literally like jumping up like a child <laughs> in the producer's booth, just like throwing his arms in the air, like he's so mad.
12: And and the thing is, is that is that with the significance of what he played, you know, I wouldn't put him in, a, you know, I'm not ready to put him in the ring of honor or anything like that, but, but you cannot take away his accomplishment. I mean, if he doesn't play another down, he's still a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. It's not true. only that, but an MVP. Now, you think about his accomplishments, what he's what he's accomplished here in the league, uh, in and of itself, uh, from the beginning. I thought the Philadelphia Eagles gave up on Nick Foles too soon. After Chip Kelly was out of here, I thought he should have stayed. But, you know, that wasn't our decision to make, and we kind of saw the handwriting on the well, wall. I don't, I don't There's think so at all. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you yeah. know. But not many backup quarterbacks have... A, have, have- a jersey sitting right next to Peyton Manning in the Hall of Fame for throwing seven touchdown passes. Not many of them have a Pro Bowl MVP, <laughs> and not many of them have a Super Bowl MVP, and are still allowed to go into the city and have dinner. But
0: so, yeah, Oh, absolutely. But, David, here's what I'll say, and I appreciate the call, buddy. And this will lead us into our second hour as well, because I have a ton of memorable moments from this season, and certainly, like, I think the Viking, I think now the NFC Championship game is so much more enjoyable to watch. Probably because of what happened, but it's it's moments, like it's sections of Fultz's career, which we all remember, and we ignore the context of a lot of that stuff, especially, you know, listen, if you don't think that Chip Kelly gave him 27-2, and two, you're nuts. And along with the Oakland Raiders and even Riley Cooper, who like, you know, it's just like, how did all that stuff happen? There's a lot of different things that went through that. Uh, so I don't know. We'll We'll have to... Do- <laughs> We'll have a definitive answer by the time that this program is over. want to hear from you. 888-729-9494. Jack Fitz behind the glass. Brandon Lee Gout, James Seltzer, John Barton, all here. BGN Radio, Sports Radio, 94 WIP.
3: 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
1: Every instinct I have in every aspect of life,
0: it's off and wrong.
3: Well, it certainly feels like it today,
7: George. <laughs>
0: Good God. 888 9494 It's BGN Radio. Brandon Lee Gout, James Seltzer, John Barcher, Jeff Fritz behind the glass all with you, and... uh Man, I mean this uh, I, I wish I could just have the camera. We need to start doing that in this studio. <laughs> just During be on breaks. Facebook Live, turn the camera on, and watch the fights ensue. I feel like we're wasting a lot of good stuff. I think the best stuff is you know, yeah. the feistiness and the breaks. Well, I've never seen BLG so Me, far. He's enough. so mad. Phenomenal. So like
5: <laughs> it's like he's like really legit angry. I just, love it.
0: Just so you know, this is all Dave Zangero and, and Ruben Frank's fault, because they're having the debate on Twitter. We were gonna bring it up anyway, it just wasn't in this context because I just yeah. sat there thought and it was like, yeah, who 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 would be like an all-time eagle out of this roster? Because I even thought I was like, ooh, me saying Jason Kelsey, is that too much? Am I ignoring the fact of of all the greats like – Everybody ratt- r- rattled off, including Jack Fritz, who like had a demon come out of his throat <laughs> and started yelling, you know, Brian Westbrook. And, and, but that's how my brain kind of works too. It's just like, are you, are we ignoring the context? Even though the results of all those things didn't end up in a championship, I think it's, I still think it's a little unfair to just be like, well, they won the Super Bowl, so automatically they go in there. I think with Nick Foles, it's a different connotation though, because exactly. it's the same with like, Doug, somebody brought up Doug Williams. And that's, you know, he's an all-time Washington guy forever, right? Because uh, because of that. And he also played really well <laughs> leading up to that. Anyway. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Nick Foles played the the two best games of his life and it ended up winning a championship. So, I don't know. Weigh in. 888 729 94, 94. It doesn't have to be specifically Foles either. But uh, who would be an all-time eagle out of this uh, roster as well? Let's go to Richard down in Wilmington. Richard, what's up, man?
1: Hey, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I, I, I'm in the car. I heard the conversation about uh, uh, about Nick Foles. And he has to be one of the all-time greatest because he did what every Philadelphia sports fan and athlete has dreamed about. We're the underdog cities, and he lifted us up and he brought home the Super Bowl. I, you know, 50 years from now, it's going to be about Nick Foles. Billy special, I, he's got to be one of the all time greatest. I mean, he, well, yeah, Richard, let, it's, me it's, it's, let me ask,
0: let me ask this because I'm still back. I, I like, I literally do see both sides. I'm not doing it just for shtick purposes. Does that ignore when you're talking about that? Even on this roster, does that ignore guys like Jason Kelsey and even Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins, who who I think changed the momentum of the entire football game by saying night night to Brandon Cooks. Uh, you said Corey Clement with his his stick em arms. Alshon Jeffrey with the most amazing Super Bowl catch I've ever seen in my life. You know, there's all of that. I, 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 does that get ignored when we just say yeah, it's all foals?
1: No, of course not. And, and they are here. We're going to be talking about this team and what they accomplished. And every one of those uh, those guys is going to be talked about with that glowing light. But, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, Roy Halladay throwing the no-hitter. You remember, you know, all the, the people around him of that great team that, you know, sort of enabled him to do that. But you remember the hero. You remember... You know, fifty years from
0: now. Well, oh, I agree, you know, Richard. Although I, I will say, Roy's, Roy was destined to the Hall of Fame, no matter no matter what. Here, so th- I think on. that's that's a little bit of a difference, dude. I appreciate the call. One player who I think still doesn't get enough
4: respect, and we're talking about this topic of. Uh, who's all time eagle? It's Brandon Graham. It really is. Oh, oh for sure. Like, oh, it's so obvious. Like he made that play, but like that's it's like truly a big an dude. Team. Was, It was the yeah. biggest play in franchise history, and he did it on a freaking broken ankle. Yeah, like, that's amazing. I'm with you. Oh my god, I think, and not just that
5: with Brandon Graham. I think Brandon. I think Brandon Graham. I think we've all talked about this. I, he's my favorite
4: player on the team, personally. Howie See, Roseman. Seeing what Excuse that guy me, James. Howie Roseman, if you're listening to this, sign that man to an extension yeah, right mean, now. What <laughs> that
5: guy has done, like obviously the whole Earl Thomas of it all and all that just hanging over him, but, but just what he did for this team to like when Chip comes in here for that guy who had no business being a 3-4 outside linebacker, went and played that position and did it well and played in coverage yeah, well and all enough. the type of yep. stuff he shouldn't be doing. And then has just put his head down for so long and he, sp- he speaks to the media and he is always there to answer for things.
4: He's a captain. Yeah. He's, a captain. He's,
5: he's, he's a leader. He's a captain. I- I'm with you a million percent. Brandon Graham is an all time.
2: This is directed uh, directly at James <laughs> Elser, who I am very upset with. <laughs> all
7: right. <laughs>
2: is, I think it's a very, I think it's comparable. Is Brad Lidge a top 10 Philly of all time. It's a completely... No, he's not. But, oh my God, what are you, crazy? Hold on, this is a completely yeah, different both argument. Both had 48 for 48, 27 and oh, 2, stop. won like, World <laughs> Series. What, what all a, the same thing. One
5: is closer and the other is a quarterback.
2: It's basically the same thing. It's, it, it's basically <laughs> <this> <laughs> the is, same this thing.
5: Is, this is, this is Jack Bradley's really top
2: 10 Philly of all time. Of course Nick not. Foles it's an absurd argument.
5: It's an absurd... He argument. was the on the, field in the, of the It's an absurd it like one of the dumbest things you've <laughs> ever <laughs> said, Fritz.
4: Like, I, I, he was I, the closer of the season. That...
5: Who he's a closer?
4: That's but in the absurd. terms of the context cor- of like, he was the, no, cl- he was no, the guy stop, who finished stop, it off. Stop. He was Nick the guy Foles who finished was it off. A quarterback. Nick Foles was the guy he played who finished it off. He team. didn't play every game.
5: This is I'm talking about of those games. Like, that. stop. Like, comparing a closer to him, it's, <laughs> it's absurd. And Fritz knows it's absurd, and he's doing it to be absurd. Yeah, so, well, I'm he's, not even he's doing it to serious. ruffle your feathers. Of course and he by is, the way, it works. Ruffle
0: your feathers. yeah, ruffle your feathers. That's good word right there. There you go. 888 729 9494 It's good to Jim on a cell. What's up, Jim?
12: How you doing, guys? I wanted to touch on the Nick Foles
10: subject. Sure. The one thing that I think, the level of greatness that this guy's achieved at times is unbelievable. He threw the seven touchdowns in one game, Pro Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP. I think he belongs on the list just for the greatness that he can achieve and has touched.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like D. Uh, D. D-Mil- Milner, right? That was not the guy in the the Oakland uh, corner that fell down like twice during that during that Raiders game. Or... D. Milner
5: was a Jet. Oh corner. no, that's right, Hayden.
0: D- oh, Hayden, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember wh- which. Their and whole secondary fell down. That yeah, game. like, but t- see, that's what t- to me, Jim. Like, Foles has been spectacular in moments. Like, there's there's been moments and stretches. There's we we don't know what he would. We still don't know to this day what he would be like in a 16 game season. It's never happened in his career. Yeah. Ever. It's it's the weirdest anomaly with with Nick on like, you know, there's there's pieces of a season which look really good and previously, even and that's the the whole debate like leading up to this this past playoffs in the past Super Bowl run. The the last tangible evidence that we had was against the Saints in two thousand and thirteen, and it was either you were looking at your <laughs> wife or your mother in law, depending on what you thought of the playoff performance. Like left the field with the lead, but also didn't so really get one in a second. Got yeah, out all of, the field. of that. Go range. yep. Yeah, so it's I yeah I I think he's got to be there just based on what happened this season, and the moment. But he to me has a big possibility of sliding out of there, of the top ten of all time.
10: Well, that may happen, but I, I just think the level of greatest that he's touched is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, well, it's uh, and it's gonna be. I mean, honestly, it's gonna be hard not to think that way. Yeah, it, I don't blame anybody for like. That's thinking why we either way watch on this.
5: Sports, for the moments to look back on those moments and say, I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing. I remember hugging John Barcher when Brandon Graham <laughs> strapped the stripped the ball. Like I remember those moments. And look, I look I, I get that he has not had the breadth or depth of career as an Eagle as some others, but You have to take into account how high those highs are. Like that matters. I don't care how bad he was Mm -hmm. in other spots because those highs are so high that they are the best moments we've ever had as Eagles fans. Like how can anything compare to that? Like
4: and the lows were very low. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's part of the whole equation. How do you not care in terms of evaluating what he is as a player?
5: Because that's what they do. Look, Eli Manning's going to make the Hall of Fame. And he, and he and
4: shouldn't, uh, yeah, right? Right, shouldn't, right, right, right. But he's going to because of those
5: highs. But he shouldn't.
4: Like, we just said he shouldn't. So why can't like we talk about Nick Foles then?
5: Because to Giants fans, you think they care at all about that? They care about those Super Bowls that dude won. I don't them. care what they yeah, care but about. They, but that's, I'm saying right? but he's we're but not. That's fans. In there. <laughs> I'm making you make a comparison about <laughs> Foles. Eagles fans. I'm talking about us as want, Eagles fans and what Foles means to us. Like it is.
0: At it, least you have a large body of work with Eli Manning. No, too. I'm, like, no.
5: I'm just using it as an example. Like, sure. The point is, is that, like, I get that there have been downs and that he struggled and stuff, but, like, who cares?
0: Out of curiosity, for Like, it
5: doesn't matter anymore. Like, Uh, what what he did matters.
0: Jack, out of curiosity, is there anybody on this current or in this past Super Bowl roster that you think is an all-time eagle?
2: Uh, I think think Brandon Graham is. I think Wentz will be. I think Peters is.
0: Oh yeah,
4: yeah. That's, Kamu, I think that was going to happen. Huh? Kamu Grughey Hill, even That's though he, uh, you know, jeopardized the
0: season. He did week jeopardize one. the season. Well, what well, we didn't know is he made the season even better because he dumped the Gatorade in week one, which uh, was a big. Uh, but
2: like, can we can we remember Kelsey and Foles kind of in the same? Conversation? I still I still think
5: you should not be able to talk after making that absurd Brad Lidge mean, comment. Wasn't even,
2: I'm not arguing <laughs> closer to I'm a not arguing the same thing between a quarterback and a closer. I know, the same but kind even of impact.
5: the impact wasn't even close. Like it's, sure, it's it was. absurd. No one. They
2: win the World Series. He doesn't go 48 for 48. It's it's an absurd and Carter quarterback the is that is that is that it was just the It was just of the team. all right all right
0: all right that he got hot for one That's year not, a to beat Brad Lidge for the next freaking forty five minutes. come up on leading off. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, leading off and maybe even high hopes. You can, guys can get to yeah. that too. It's a good one. Rashid what's up, buddy?
8: What's up? What's up? What's up? I actually, I really do agree with how uh, Harry was not accepting that trade just because if you go into the season where Carson was probably missed the first four games, do you want Nate Selson in a game and you're risking going zero and four? Or one and three, or having Nick Foles and possibly being three and one, or or. Rasheed, real, no. real quick though, one like why?
0: Why is it four games though? I don't know why that always kind of sticks. Yeah. It could be less than that.
8: Just because the twelve month period, I think the twelve month would be October. Um, I, th- I, I think it's October. Yeah. yeah. So I think the twelve month. Um, would well, be will December, be October, right?
4: So, yeah, no, October. Well, twelve months from the injury would be yeah, December. So,
8: yeah.
0: No, it would be October. No December. No, he like got hurt on December eleventh. December seventh, something like somewhere that. somewhere around there. But, but regardless, yeah, like that's uh, that's that's kind of like why I you know it, it is four. Even then, it's four games. So like really risking four but, games over four years, you know, or five the, years with a player.
8: Right, but the main thing is the Eagles have a. Have a window where you could win the multiple Super Bowls. So you just won a Super Bowl with your quarterback, with your essentially backup quarterback, mm-hmm. and you're breaking 21 of 22 starters back. So it was more important to actually going for the now than the future. So I think um, I absolutely do agree. Well, with I Rashim, working. I don't I don't I disagree
0: with that, that at all. I just think if four games equals a you know a Super Bowl, because that's where I don't understand the comparison me, there. Being
8: all four, I'm, um, I think the percentages of actually making the playoffs. Uh, at 0 and four like thirty two percent. So
0: are you gonna take well, a Well, and four, uh, but I don't know why they're losses either. I don't know why if it's such a stacked and, roster and, and, and we've seen because, people do it before, it's okay, like, well that's that's like a win. But,
8: absolutely. But do you look at the you know the Eagles first four games, it's not like we're playing the Browns the first four games. So the competition in the first four games is actually high. And you feel comfortable with going into the first four or six
0: well, so because there's no division eggs there's eggs no division no games up? until they get back from London. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, that's that's how you get into the playoffs anyway. Like, there are still but, ways to win and, and, and do all that. I don't think it—
8: Absolutely, but you need the best-case scenario. You don't want to have to go and, and rely at the end of the season on other people losing or or breaks and everything. Like I said before, this is a window now. The Eagles
4: well, sure, but Rashim,
0: that's why I don't— Who's, I, to,
4: say, who's to say Nick Foles can't have a bad game when he comes back and plays? <laughs> like, he know, played in the Raiders game. <laughs> like, he could, like, what if he has those two games and they go two and two so instead of three one? Factors, Who's just yeah. saying Nate Sudfeld can't go two and two after? Look, we don't know what Nate Sudfeld is exactly, other than obviously Nate Studfeld, Yeah, but <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if you have Matt Collins saying he can be an MVP candidate, which is obviously like hyperbole, but um, <laughs> the point is, you have like him praising him. The coaches have been praising him. There's been right. a lot of praise for him. It's not just like this is Joe Schmo. It's not like Joe Callahan. You know, there's like a difference. They're the, this is the guy they're optimistic about.
0: Which, like, by the way, it, Joe, like, Joe Callahan is the smallest human being I've ever seen yeah, play quarterback really in my small. life.
4: But, oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Why is it impossible that they could go two and Why is it automatically 0 and 4?
0: Yeah, I don't understand that yeah, either. I don't think that's right. I think you could on. easily split or easily, you know, you could have a winning record by the end of that. Yeah. If you, that's, that's the crux of all this Falls argument stuff with me because there were so many good players on this team that I just think got brushed by the way including one of the best offensive lines in the league <laughs> you know like that was and we've seen a how bad Nick
4: is if he doesn't have that good offensive line if Yo, that offensive yeah. line is not like perfect he's been terrible and they they were basically yep. perfect and he throughout was great that. and he yeah. was great too <laughs> yeah. and that's what i'm saying they were all great so then we should put the line in there too but the whole offensive line is uh, the top <laughs> 10 <laughs> <laughs> right now you just hate. it's
5: such hate
0: no form. i'm adding it's context not, context, there's context there is context there is new context there's sure. details right but
5: but ultimately it does like the the point is like when we look at this 10 years from now. No one no one cares about any of that stuff, man. They I care, care about right. But everybody Well that's
4: has, why I'm here I'm giving you my opinion.
5: People <laughs> care about what happened and the yeah. results of that's what fine. happened. People like, can
4: care about what they want to care about.
0: I will care what I want to care about.
4: Okay. So Reading so dot com.
7: <laughs> 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 Let's
0: go to Jermaine and Willow Grove. What's up, Jermaine? Hey, how you doing guys? Good.
13: Hey I'm just jumping in with the whole uh, conversation. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna preface my comments by saying I love Carson. Um and uh but I and I also would have taken the pick. I would have taken the 35. I think that was be the best case scenario. I don't know that you're going to get that again. Um, however, my my question to you guys is, if you know, if this was a um, career-ending injury, you know, God forbid for Carson, and and Foles was our guy, we we would all back him. I want to know what you guys think. You know, do you think that he would right now be getting you know a franchise quarterback a new contract? And, you know, mm. would we just, you know, would we continue to going down the path that we went with the Super Bowl? The reason I'm asking that question is because I think we would. I think he's good enough. I think that if, you know, with the confidence he has right now, he will continue down this path. However, that's not going to happen. So we should have taken the 35. I, that's my I, comments. Thanks, guys.
0: You got it, Jermaine. Thanks, buddy. And I uh, hope you're having a good week. And I side more where Brandon's coming from on this one. And that's where. Uh, I don't even know if the Eagles would have felt comfortable with that. Like, if you knew that Carson was, first of all, uh, I'd cry for about three months if, if, it, if it was that Carson went down. But I don't, I mean, they would probably maybe have him for the, the next, this year and next year. I would assume they would draft another quarterback they as would, well. But I think
5: they'd be happy with, I mean, look, they they showed that they can work with Foles. I mean, you have to, like, whether it's because of Doug Peterson, because of the O-line, whatever, like, Nick, they, Nick Foles can work here very clearly in this offense Certainly. with these guys. So, I, like, and that's obviously something that would never have I mean hopefully we'll never we don't have to worry yeah. about but I, like I I don't see why they wouldn't be happy with Foles.
0: Do you think they would just be happy with Foles if uh, if it turned out that Carson you know couldn't come back? I mean the the contract they gave him, you know, for next
4: year indicates that, you know, he would get that chance if that were for at least like one year, that one year to try out and then obviously you could go from there yeah. if it didn't work out because he struggled at times and there are bad moments that happen and those, it's not like he just plays as well as he did in the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl every game of his career, they might decide, oh, that actually isn't working out for us.
5: Or he could play that great. I mean, who knows? I mean,
4: he, not really.
5: Maybe he's changed. <laughs> maybe. Not maybe. Over the, how right. do you know? Maybe. How do you know that? that Because that- I saw
4: him in the Raiders game and the Cowboys listen, game. Listen, and he was listen, terrible. Listen, just let
5: me talk for a second. Just like listen, old for a second. Let me, let me talk. What I'm saying is how do you know that the, the the what just happened to him, the NFC championship game, winning a Super Bowl, it's always been a confidence thing with Foles. It's always been, is it, oh, is it confident Foles or not confident it's Foles? It's not just confidence. But okay, whatever. That's, part of the That's a huge part of it. How do you know that he's not that guy now? How do you know that he has not grown from this and has shown that he can have success in the NFL and can be good? How do you know that he hasn't changed? How do you know that he's not when you watch that Mike Dup, up that was the most shocking part of the Because there's a scouting attack. element yeah, to this. Good, there's just like scouting. Just hold and, up like, for a second his, like,
4: his footwork isn't good. Like there's things we, there's tangible things we can look at. It was good enough to win the Super Bowl. At. My point yes, is like, that confidence part. size.
5: But like how do you know that he can't be different? Like, he's shown the ability the over half game.
4: So, like, all right, he's just never going to struggle again. That's I'm so not unrealistic. That. I'm but it's so that... unrealistic. But I'm not There's s- a track record of him struggling for reasons where, like, okay, if he doesn't have this right, perfect offensive line, he doesn't a... have good mobility. So you just a So that's a real thing. Him. Of all course right, his it mobility is. is suddenly better it's now. There are
5: a lot of quarter—Tom Brady doesn't have good mobility. I mean, that's not
4: the only reason.
5: <laughs> are you just, I mean, I think you're—like, this is the—like— I don't, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to change your mind. So I th- well,
0: here's the thing: I do think there could be a possibility where he could change. He just Foles won the Super plays, Bowl. False plays at a better level than he, he could has. Be
5: more confident
0: before in the past, but there is, I mean, and that I think is is a ton of credit also because I, I mean, like, I don't know if we're including coaches on this list oh, or anything. I think they
5: deserve a ton of credit. The fact that
0: like him and Doug have that re- such comfortable relationship, and the prime example isn't that Philly, Philly, where you're looking at everybody during that game went. My God, the balls on Doug yeah. Peterson to call that, and then you hear the Mike W. like, "You want Philly, Philly here?" <laughs> Thinks about it for a half a second, and then yeah, fires back, "Yeah, hey, let's do, do it. it!" Like th- that, I, I don't think is it's part of you know the 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 emotional intelligence stuff that we all made fun of when he first came in here. Totally. I think that plays a huge factor in you know well, is this yeah. quarterback going to work or be better I or, think or Doug do whatever?
5: Peterson would be a big part of if you did believe Certainly. Foles. Could okay, work so, with but I Doug also Peterson don't
0: Peterson being with Foles. I also don't believe that Nick Foles in a sixteen game season. Would well he wouldn't do what he did in the
5: Super Bowl and the uh, Championship game. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that. I think we're forgetting someone, and I will get to him when we come Ooh, back. Very interesting. I also Ooh. want to go over some, uh, maybe some, some fun memories. <laughs> This is a this is fun marriage. It's turned into a nightmare. 888 729 9494. Bradley James Seltzer, John Barton with Jack Fritz behind the glass right here on Sports Radio 94.
3: Talking Philly Sports with Royers first. I guess we're stuck with each other. Sports Radio 94, WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94, WIP.
4: I don't hate Nick Foles. I know that's hard to believe. I know a lot of people are going to laugh at that. I don't. I appreciate Nick Foles. Nick Foles, look, I'm going to speak directly to you right now. Nick, thank you for playing as well as you did in the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. Especially, you were rightfully the Super Bowl MVP. I thank you. Yep. I, I, look, I doubted you too much. Was I wrong about everything? No, but did I doubt you too much? Yes. As you and a lot of us here's why I get frustrated because I feel like. When we look at what he did, and you just use that to say he was never bad, I just don't agree with that. Like There were real struggles, and I was seeing them. And I think a lot of people make excuses for those struggles, like whatever the offensive line, blah, 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 this, this, and that. I think that's just a tough thing to sell. And here's a big thing that I teased before the break, who I don't think gets enough credit. And if we're talking about all-time Eagles – Doug Peterson should oh, be ahead of Nick course. Foles. Yes. I think Doug Peterson was a bigger reason they won the Super Bowl I, than Nick Foles. I, of course, he was.
0: I but do. Not do. everyone agrees with that. Well,
5: then I am. I, th- I unless
0: think- we're well. To be fair, if we weren't including, if it was just players, that's different. Right. For sure, but and if we weren't absolutely, yeah, I think
5: there's no. I think Doug Peterson deserves the most credit of everybody for Thank winning you. the Super- Like that's, I totally I agree. But <laughs> at the same time, like at the same time, I also think that we get way too wrapped up in who deserves the most credit. Like they both played a big role in the winning Super Bowl. Doug deserves the most credit, and sure, Doug was there the that whole year, mean which is that, huge. Like, People giving Foles credit is a bad thing. Like the
4: dude deserves credit too. Like it's not unless you're taking away from Doug Peterson. Well,
5: all right. I don't know. I think you can give both credit. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm but saying can,
4: if but, you're like, actually, no, it
0: wasn't Doug. But that's part of. I, so, I
5: don't think. I, I didn't know that anyone said that. I've Obviously, seen it. i That's absurd to say that Doug wasn't a I think there's a, there's
0: a big perception of the thing I that, know it's, know all, that it's a people lot of and people, During it,
5: yeah.
4: the season, people would even. We had a show, remember, where we said it was it Wentz or Doug. And people would call in and be like, it's Wentz. It's not Doug.
0: Yeah. And that went on. That actually went on for a long yeah. time. And they're just like, you know, well, even at one point.
5: It can be both. Like it, oh, yeah, it, it, it certainly can
0: be. I don't think it's one or the other, but there. I think there's a majority of like where it where it should lie. Like, yeah, I, I and I got. I kind of still owe an apology to Doug Peterson. To be honest with you, I call him Shake Shack because it's something that's like it's something that you owe an apology to Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that's good and great and it can be delivered in your tummy. But there is nothing complicated about what they do. But that's the, what's the beauty of Doug, you know. And uh, when when I look back at this season, I don't know if you guys feel the same way that the NFC championship game is so much more enjoyable to watch now it's probably because the end result we know 2 weeks later they go on and do something amazing and there's uh, you know iconic plays in there too but if you want to know how great Doug Peterson is go back and watch that game again cuz i remember all the highlights like you remember Garrett Blunt trucking Sendejo and then going like yeah you don't remember the play before him which is a third and one, they're kind of gaining momentum, but it's chunk by chunk by chunk by chunk. And you're going like, man, this is a really important one. Jay Ajayi gets stuffed on like, you know, third and three or something like that, or second and three. And you're going, what are they going to do here? It right back. <laughs> and then, they, no, they don't even do that. It's a small uh, pick play that's not a pick play. Mac Collins does it and sticks his butt out so wide so Hertz oh, can yeah. get open for a first down. And then the very next play, boom, LeGarrette Blunt for a touchdown. And you're just going... Wow, that's smart! Like it's just so incredible to watch again, and I don't know if you guys feel that way either. Like I think the, the NFC Championship game was is is much more enjoyable to watch now. I don't I don't know why, but I was having that discussion with Bill uh, or Ben Livingston on on Twitter. There's just so many like even then when we're debating foals, like holy crap that that flea flicker. That oh is, yeah, that, that is one of the that was just, best balls I've ever I don't seen think thrown.
4: anyone thought he could do
0: that. No like, way, that was, that was right amazing on the money. The, the funniest part is the, uh, I, I forget who was covering, but it might have been like Xavier Rhodes and whoever the safety was for help. They're just, that, that's when you knew it was a touchdown because they just looked at it with no argument, they didn't wave their hands, they didn't do anything, they just went, ah, crap. <laughs> that's, a, that's a touchdown, how did that work? So it's BGN Radio, Bradley Gouton, James Seltzer, John Barcher, Jack Fritz behind the glass, all hanging out with you on a very hot, a Memorial Day uh, weekend. And let's go to Kevin in New Jersey. What's up, Kevin.
10: Yo, uh, how's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, uh, Jimmy. What's up, Kev? How you I, doing, brother? You know, love talking to you. But, uh, um, I want to tell you something. I am so, like, in your camp with the, uh, you know, uh, uh, Foles thing. Like, I, that guy had the ability. Like, he went out and against the New England Patriots. Like, that freaking – like, he, he he just made it happen. Like, he was so confident. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, I think that he can absolutely – you know, keep going, um, and yes, do I think that uh you know i do I think that you know doug Peterson, one hundred percent man, that guy like he brought this team from nowhere, you know what I mean, like no, so, and yeah you, know, uh, you know there's it's equal, you know what I mean, but Falls went out and actually did it, I mean like he physically like he was so confident like. Every, like, series of play, like, he's like, I got this. Yes. I got mm-hmm.
5: it. Kevin, that was my biggest get... takeaway from the Mic'd Up video that they put out was, like, wow, like, Nick Foles was, like, the leader out there. He was he was like, we got this, guys. Don't worry. We're coming back. We got First this. of all, like,
0: I love you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to have that He was that awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
10: oh, yeah absolutely. Like, and I, I, you know, I've never felt more confident. And I was like, these guys can do it. And I was sitting next to a guy, like, and he was like, Kevin, he's like, they're going to win this game. They're going to win this game. And I got like a little a, a little down because you can never count Tom Brady out. You got to give the guy his dues. But you can never count him out. And i want to tell you something. The fumble and, you know, forget it. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 I get emotional.
7: I oh, get yeah. Emotional.
0: Oh, we do too, man. We played the uh, – Well, in the same week. And, Kevin, I appreciate the call. Like, 33-32 – is when I still have knots in my stomach well, every and, time I see it.
5: And that's the thing, like, look, whatever, you know, about Nick Foles, whatever, like that drive was everything. I mean, that the, that, the four how about the fourth down to Ertz? I mean, well, that yeah. like that throw, that would you want to talk about having a little mobility in the pocket, a little pocket awareness. Like that was stuff that's my point about Foles. And again, it it's it's uh to that caller's point that that's not gonna happen. It is Carson wins his team and all that, but like wherever Foles ends up, if he's in again the right situation, like I think that he can continue to be, like, he's not going to be that guy and have great mm-hmm. games every single time. But, like, he did show things that he hadn't shown before. He looked better than he did before. And, and, yes, Doug Peterson is a huge part of that by putting him in positions to succeed and be successful, but he still did it. Like he still went out and did it, and like you can't, you can't take that away from him.
0: You can't be like, "Well, he'll never do it again." Like, how do I know? Oh no, I and I don't, I I wouldn't either. I don't think BLG does either. Here's the the issues. I guess for me after that is just like when you're starting to get into like people. I think honestly believe they would be okay this year if Foles played sixteen games. Well, yeah. yeah, and that's and that's, that's I, I, and, and and I think it, I think it yeah. takes away, like, uh, in large part. Of what Carson Wentz is and what he does, and certainly I don't I don't know how he's going to be after this ACL, but it certainly looks like he's got everything together there. And and again, like he's a huge part of the reason why they were there, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like that. And and even then, now that I remember it, like we, it, it this was this this to me is Doug's ear. Like it is. If you're going to crown anything, oh, totally. it's it's Doug. Of course, I, I do remember those shows, BLG, and in fact, I remember saying I think you should give you were
5: the Pe- one who Peterson was, more credit yeah. than than and, Wentz and I right think now. There's no question. Like, look, what Doug did. Doug's the guy who created that locker room environment. Doug's the guy who who was leading the team when they when all these guys went down. The resiliency, all that type of stuff that that comes down from the top. I, Certainly. I look, I, I didn't know that people were not giving Doug credit in lieu of, you know, we're giving Foles credit and not Doug credit. That's absurd. I think there's a lot well, of credit to go around. I think subconsciously,
4: too, but, though, because it's, I think it's just a natural thing. I think it's to John's point, like the player gets more credit. You know, it's like the right. player, the jersey, you know, the I Super think Bowl in MVP. A lot of cases, like, why can't Doug be the Super Bowl MVP? I, I, see, I mean, obviously, it's for play, but I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, I think, but I if think that award could fan, go to a coach, feel like the it vast, should go the him. Ma-
5: I feel like the vast majority of this fan base does look at it that way. Like, Doug is. I don't know. I mean, like, it's not the first guy Trent was at that Phillies game where he doesn't even talk about the him first though. pitch. Like, I had to bring him up.
4: That tells you well, no that's that's what I'm right saying. That yeah. wasn't
5: the argument. Like, that wasn't the. Like, but we're talking.
4: You talk, brought him up to. You're to, talking to, about all time Eagles. He is an Eagle. He's
5: a head coach. We're <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about absolutely. players, BLG. You know that. An, but but, we're but about to all but time Eagles, that's a different thing. That is a different thing. Of course, he's an all time Eagles. a head coach, though. It's a different thing. To
0: Brandon's point, I do think not a lot of people's. The first thing out of our mouth is like, wow, that Doug Peterson, it's wow. That Nick Foles, it's See, wild I these other different. Guys. So you're not putting I Belichick on the that. list of all time Patriots.
5: Come on, man. Like, are you? Or are you not? <laughs> I just said Doug is an all time Eagle. Of course he is, but you don't like that wasn't the argument we were having. Like, you, of course he should be. Like, uh, like we were talking about players. You know that that's a different thing, man. Like, I, I'm. I didn't
4: think I, we were only talking about players.
5: Well, I thought we were only talking about okay. players. So there you go. Yes, of course, Doug Pearson's an all-time eagle. No question. A hundred million percent, he is. Eight
0: eight eight seven two nine ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in, let's go to Sean in Chester. What's up, Sean?
5: You know, I just
14: uh, I just came to the conclusion in my own mind that there are always going to be false detractors, no matter what. There was in twenty thirteen, uh, and, and I mean, now the guy you know helped win us a Super Bowl, and uh, it's like, what more does he have to do? What more does he have to do? He single handedly, and I'm not taking anything away from the fact that the coach and the team, the defense had a lot of. That's what single handedly means. Hold on a second. He he, he, he outslugged in the the Super Bowl the greatest quarterback that ever played the game. Okay? And and if, if you want to talk about his struggles being real. I think it's kind of unfair because I think you know he got a little bit of a bad card being traded to the Rams, who yeah. at the time were maybe the were the worst franchise uh, at the time. Oh, Sean, football, that's yeah, that's
0: absolutely true. And he struggled it's just, here too, but he also struggled here before they got traded. Okay,
14: so but it was a short. The struggles were a very short sample size.
0: No, I think weren't. really
14: the only argument that you can make with Foles that are, are real as far as uh, you know, maybe his injury history. You could say that you know
7: mm-hmm.
14: his injury history is real, but other than that, really he's been successful. Just look at his career numbers. He's been successful, and everything that he's done, and he won a Super Bowl. What more does he have to do?
0: Well, you can. That's the point of, of this show. Well, open up my eyes a lot. You can win with Nick Foles, but the, but his whole career is a sm- small sample size. Like that's that's kind of part of part of that as well. Like I'm, but, I don't think anybody's taking anything away from what he's done. I just think that the 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 shift. Uh, ends up going to like he single handedly, you know, just like you were saying, he outslugged the best quarterback that ever ever did. He he definitely shot for shot went with Tom Brady. That's amazing. Like I didn't expect any of that coming in. But would it be
14: pretty cool to see what he could do if he didn't get that bad card and get sh- traded to the Rams? If he did become the franchise quarterback of the Eagles, now things happen for a reason. Sure, C- Carson Wentz is a better quarterback. He- he's more skilled quarterback. But I think part of the reason why Nick will never get the respect because he's a third-round pick and people just don't think he's a franchise guy for some reason. So there- well,
0: people think he did. I mean, Sean and I appreciate the call. People wanted his services to go be a be a, 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 a starting quarterback again, and I don't think that that'll be answered until we see that. And maybe it's because he's got to be in a, a very similar offense to what you know the Eagles have right here now, and maybe that's what he was thinking as well. But. At some point, you're, we're going to get the answer to that, and it's just right now. Uh, I'd like to just enjoy the moment and consider him a top ten eagle. With uh, maybe, uh, maybe he gets bumped out afterwards, but uh, that's uh, it's why we're having these uptown silly uh, debates about what he is <laughs> and what he is. Because we won isn't. the
5: Super Bowl, we can have these that's uptown right, debates. Which is
0: this is a, we can't argue about anything in OTAs because we mostly agree with everything, and uh, so we're arguing about. Uh, silly stuff like this. 888 729 94 94. It's uh, Brandon League Go, James Seltzer, John Bartrand, all with you right here on BGN Radio.
3: Cool. Nola. Cool. Nola. Same. And it's a dozen strikeouts tonight for Aaron Nola. Your home for Phillies baseball. It is gone. Sports Radio ninety four WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Final segment of BGN Radio. Then it's uh,
0: James Seltzer, for staying in his studio. Hey, Leading off, taking you all the way up to the Phillies game. 888-729-9494. Brandon Nola League Day. Out.
5: Nola Day? Nola Day, baby. Happy Nola, Nola Day.
0: Uh, which is always uh, wonderful, awesome. wonderful. How many strikeouts today?
5: Um, I am going to say... I'll go with 10. Seven. Like, wow, oh, 10 is like
0: aggressive. Uh, yeah. Eight. Eight? Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> I like this. good well, uh, we'll have a little side bet here <laughs> is, uh, you know, uh have been uh, seriously talking about the uh, greatest Eagles from this roster. We've been stuck on falls, but I want to make sure to get uh, Howard in here. Howard, what's up, buddy? Thanks for holding on.
14: Hey, John. Hey, BGM Nation. Can you hear me all
0: right? Yeah, absolutely, buddy.
14: Okay. So uh, one thing that I didn't think got brought out in the whole falls conversation, and uh, I got to tell you, I got to confess, uh, uh, I've owned three Eagles jerseys. My first one was a Bobby Hoying.
7: My <laughs> second one
14: was, <laughs> was a Nick Foles. And oh, I man. finally bought a Carson Wentz. But you know, <laughs> just, that is quite the Polly, trio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pollyannish kind of a uh, uh, fan here. But what I think um, Nick does is it's it's an intangible, right? Like, is he as talented as uh, Cam Newton? No. But Cam Newton couldn't win the Super Bowl. Is he as talented as a
0: uh, um, who's um, Matt? I'm uh, um, Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, Hannah. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Well, that's a, see, I mean, Matt Ryan. but that's when we yeah, ooh, no, man. Not, that's when we get to the like. I could also say that's like a that's a very Trent Dilferish type of argument yeah, too. You know, lot like lot of, and certainly Nick him. Foles did way more than Trent Dilfer. Stop your Twitter fingers before you even Mention any of that stuff, but I mean, to me, this was a whole like if Cam Newton was on the Eagles during this year, I'm pretty sure he'd be the Super Bowl. You know, and if Nick Foles had to face that Broncos defense, as Jack said, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's right. So, uh, well,
4: all right,
14: well,
0: you got me there.
14: Anyway, love the show, but thanks,
0: guys, appreciate it, Howard. Thank you so much. Now, I mean. We've been we've been arguing about this for for a while, but uh, there's also something that's coming up in August that oh man we got a big dilemma, and it involves uh, it involves our our wonderful beautiful baby boy Jack Fritz behind the glass here because him and uh, and his lovely wife Jill are getting a, or Get soon wife. to be I shouldn't jinx anything <laughs> here uh, on August 25th. However, one of our also good friends Matt Daring has a wedding on the same exact day on August 25th. We are I would say equally as close to both of them. We don't want to disrespect either one. Let's have an open forum, fellas. I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. I want to go to uh I want to go to Jack's wedding. I also want to go to Matt's wedding. So we so And there's apart. Provide
4: a little more context s- here yeah. like, you know, I think Matt invited us first, right? We can say that. He did? Yeah, So you know. Matt, save the
2: dates are pointless. That's what I was about to <laughs> say, <saying, Matt. laughs> <laughs> the
4: dates are pointless.
2: They're, They're a pointless waste of money. Except for this exact situation. Yeah. So then, here's what I don't understand. If I send it first, and does that mean I have dibs?
5: Well, that's the kind why of the point of saving the date. I guess that's so. What so then right just
2: because he sent the date first and say the date. Like and if no Jack said, what, hey, I'm no, inviting no, you not,
4: guys to the no. wedding.
5: That's why we're talking about it. I, if if I don't you know. If did have dibs, we would just say to you, hey, we're going to Matt's right. wedding. i just saying. That's I'm not just what putting we're saying. Out there. But he had also
4: talked to us like way before the save the date too. Yeah. It's one
5: of those things where you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely coming to your wedding, buddy. And then it's like, Oh, no, sorry. I want to go to Jack's wedding. Cause I just found out about that one. It's like, then you look like a total a-hole. Like, I don't know which way to go with
0: this. Well, yeah, if, if if anyone has ever had this dilemma on a, on a Memorial Day weekend, because I'm sure there are a lot of people that choose to get married on this weekend as well. So 888 729 what do you do when both of your good friends have, uh, and that's the, th- the funny, the, for more context, uh, Jack and Matt are, are not close friends. But like, it's just kind of like an intersection of they know about each other. It's just not one of those things. They're like, "Hey, I'm going to invite the guys on the 25th and do all that other stuff too." So I don't. I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't either. I, my plan was to like, all right, what what do we think? Is it out of is it faux pas to go to Max first because he's the one that said, "All right, yeah, come to the wedding," and we go to the ceremony and then we haul butt all the way up to where Jack's getting married because there's a it's about an hour away or so. And spend Couldn't the rest of the time together,
5: there. Could they? I know. <laughs> what what is that? Yeah. would have been great.
0: Listen, that's it. We can't. We can't. You know. I mean, it's that's all. That's all. Family relationships. sometimes am joking. Your wife can't,
5: Obviously, can't. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> commenting. I'm not saying how could you not plan your so weddings what, next to each other
0: on the same. So what day. What do we think of that? Is that okay? Is it okay to uh, to go and do a uh, a little uh, a two piece like that, or is that just even more ridiculous? Blg, what's your gut feeling there? Honestly,
4: I'm so lost with this. It's like. It's just like <laughs> I remember getting Matt's invitation and I was like, Okay, cool. And then we got Jack's too. and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, why does that so date? You brought sound it up familiar? first. It's yeah. the same day. I was like, no. I was like, wait, there's no way, right? And I was like, Oh my god, they're the same day. I don't know. I don't I don't ha- I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. All right, so I need
2: someone to tell that, me what to do. I'm just saying that I won't forget. I won't forget <laughs> that. That's the that's I the problem. receipts yeah. on literally everything. I know, especially this.
0: And if we're gonna get this upset about uh, Nick Foles and things like that, I, Which I really can't doesn't imagine matter.
2: Yeah, like what that's happened like when so, it actually yeah. is important. So
0: yeah. yeah, we'll have to wait
2: till I work it into my wedding speech.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not a
2: tough <Taftan laughs> ten. Some clowns named BGM Radio <laughs> <laughs>
0: couldn't even. Wait, the, Carson Wentz
2: re-
5: is not all a all Super Bowl on, winning quarterback. On, I'm working on. it all in. Let, let's let's nip something in the butt before we get it going. No groom makes a wedding speech. What are you talking this is, about? Ooh, yeah.
7: My wedding. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. What well, don't you understand?
0: Hey, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, well do, tell tell everybody what you have planned too, because you're doing uh you're doing very Eagles themed stuff, aren't you?
2: Uh yeah, of course. I mean I have the right to because as the Eagles fans are, I have the right to do Eagles stuff at my wedding.
0: Self appointed <laughs> Eagles Self-appointed fans. Self appointed
2: Eagles fans are. Uh when we come in to the reception, us being the last ones going right into the Philly special
0: and we're breaking Ooh, it out yes <laughs> I love wedding, that of course wait so are you go are you yelling what are you yelling though are you yelling well, lane lane she,
2: well I'm gonna throw I figure it'd be better if I throw the bouquet to Jill yeah like, I so, agree so like she'll be full. So wow which like a lot of pressure so on you're gonna be Trey brand. Burton you're Trey Burton a lot of Trey pressure
0: Burton. on it against that catch who's Corey Clement
2: uh my best man oh yeah
0: that's perfect okay. I like that yeah, setup. So he's
2: gonna he, Jill's gonna go up and say lane lane and oh beautiful yeah and then I'm gonna come around I'm gonna get it I'm gonna throw it
0: the, uh, oh man! I hope that's being filmed. Now that to me seems like a once in a lifetime thing to go and watch too. Oh, so, yeah. oh man, you you guys tell us what to do uh, at BGN it's underscore Radio. Really wheel. glad
2: you brought us at a two fifty.
5: <laughs> hey, uh, well, real quick, John Ritchie has yeah. chimed in on these.
0: He's listening. Okay. All right,
5: uh, he said uh, uh, Barter should compare the menus at each wedding and make Ooh. the decision based on food.
0: Yeah, if we get well. See we the thing here, the here, Here's the thing. Uh, bonus points for Fritzy. Because he has, what do you want to eat? So far with Matt, I don't know what's coming. Oh. We don't, we don't have the invitation yet for Matt. Oh, okay, yeah, it's oh. still. Oh, so safe. you get the
2: actual oh. invitation after the say the date. <laughs> I just sent
0: the invitation. That means I get tips. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of debate that's going to ensue over the next uh, month. So we got to figure it out. Because actually, I think before July ends, uh, Fritzy needs to know if we're coming or not. Because he's he has the proper RSVP and all that stuff. So. Uh, That being said, thank you so much for hanging out with us this afternoon Uh, at BGN underscore radio can follow us there on the twitter.com and real quick while I have uh, just a couple of minutes. I I know that um, this weekend is always a lot of fun and it's and it's so fun to go to the shore and just relax and have the extended weekend to go on vacations. I I don't want to let go of the significance of Memorial Day and certainly with All of the veterans who have served already and who are inactive, currently active, we can't thank you enough. And honestly, um, you know, at least for me, and do your research especially, but uh, it, it needs to continue after this weekend. So things like the Wounded Warrior Project, and I know that there's a lot of different charities that are helping vets afterwards. A lot of the time, I feel like when we discuss the military in this country, it's used as a political pawn, and I hate that. These are real people that have... Uh, you know, made our freedoms so much easier and they fight for those things along with everybody else. But certainly uh, I've never seen a group of people that deserve our attention, most that probably get ignored the most at the same time. So go a little bit further than thanking Vets and active military, and make sure that we do thank them properly and that they are set up after they're done with their service as well. I thank you so much for that, and I hope it continues on uh, and uh, we can uh, we can recognize you even past this weekend even more than we do. The, for Brandon Lee Gowton, for James Seltzer, John Barchard, and Jack Fritz behind the glass, thank you so much. Stay tuned for James Seltzer, who is coming up, leading off right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.